is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, Gunnar Sison, back for another episode of Breathe In Cystic Fibrosis Awareness Month. Charges on into the yeah. <laughs> into the future. Um, Leah, Tiffany, how are you guys? We're good. I'm doing well. Actually, uh, I'm really excited because I get to see Taylor Swift this week. Ah, uh, reunited is, with her bestie. Yeah, Taylor so Swift excited. week. Taylor Swift. When, when are you it going is. to the concert? I'm going Friday and Saturday. I'm going two nights in a row. Thank you very much. I am so excited. Where is it? You know, is it, you know, at, Le- is it Levi Stadium? It's at Levi, yeah. Cool. And you know, I got some good seats because of that boost boosting that I did. And you did a lot I'm, of boosting. I did a lot of boosting. I was, was, you know, it was worth it. You know, and today, this week, I'm only wearing Taylor Swift gear. So find uh-huh. me with all the eras. I will be wearing it all. <laughs> what is your favorite Taylor Swift era? Oh, so that's a hard one. Okay, so I met her. It's a hard one because it hasn't, it hasn't like been the same ever. Like, yeah, she, exactly. Like, she no, a, it's very like, true. I, so I would say, like, if I, I'm like a hardcore Taylor Swift fan, I'm like, I loved country music Taylor Swift, you know, as a hypothetical. Yes. Like, now I'm yeah, like, what yeah. the hell is she doing now pretending to be rap Taylor Swift? Right. It's like yeah, the exact it's opposite. Like, it's really weird. So, 1989, I met her. So, it's like, and that's my birth year. So, it's kind of like. That's my favorite. Just, but, gravitate to that yeah but i loved red red was red and speak now red was yeah. i you love know, i love I'm having all of it i know taylor, but you know. <laughs> yeah no i love new taylor too i just love her all all the time don't worry <laughs> I, I don't think new taylor is very good to be honest if we're, if we're being honest if we're amongst friends i think new we're taylor being, we're new, being honest i mean it's just friends talking yeah, right now, new, so. new new taylor is not good <laughs> Yeah, I respect your opinions, but but blank space and I knew your trouble and twenty two and never getting back together. Those are good songs. Those are good songs. You like nineteen eighty nine in red. I like pop star. I like like pop star Taylor. I don't like rap Taylor. So you you like red in nineteen eighty nine? All I want to say is that the haters have won. We're gonna hate. No, 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 no. The haters, the haters won because Taylor changed who she is. The haters won. Like I don't see how she people are seeing that. To our Taylor Swift podcast, everyone. And <laughs> just like, you know, I could totally do a full podcast on Taylor Swift, but yeah, it's okay. Haters are gonna hate, and whatever. She's gonna do what she wants to do, and she's very successful at it. So honestly, yeah, if, if there's anything Taylor does to do, it's make money. She's very good at that. Exactly. She's very good at that. Um, okay, so, so today's a real topic. Uh, we're gonna talk about the genetics of cystic fibrosis. About a week or two ago, on 60 Minutes, there was the episode about CRISPR. I don't know if and you know if you've seen it or not, but it was a really enlightening episode. CRISPR is one of those things. If you have genetic illness. Probably worth it to pay attention to what CRISPR is. CRISPR is a genetic editing tool that scientists are going to be hopefully using one day to treat 
not only genetic illness, but a, a whole number of illnesses. Uh, did you guys yeah, catch the they, episode? Yeah, I think they yeah. said like 6,000 illnesses. Yeah, it's crazy. Over, yeah, yeah, I think insane. it was about 6,000. Yeah, yeah, which is insane. And yeah. I, it's like it's almost like science fiction coming to life. For real. For oh, real. It definitely is. Yeah. It's just yeah. cool how, I don't know, kind of how the whole thing works. You know? Yeah, well, we're like science majors over here, so it's really interesting. Like, I remember hearing about kind of stuff like that, but... Right. Now seeing it kind of come to life is really intriguing and mm-hmm. it's hopeful, you know. And yeah, it's definitely especially hopeful. for us because genetic illness over here. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's interesting. Like, like when you talk about it, and of course we live in a world where headlines get sensationalized and people only yeah. read headlines; right. they don't read the full story and things like that. So when you when they people, never like, read the full story exactly. So when, when people talk about CRISPR, or they hear CRISPR, they're immediately blown away. But then mm-hmm. you're humbled by, like, how much they don't actually know, you know? And, and watching that oh, story on, so and watching and watching the story on sixty minutes, like the doctor who sort of, or the guy they suggested, you know, created CRISPR, right? right. You know, it was basically said to me the effect of, you know, we're, we're still in the early days here. You know, we don't really know oh, the full definitely. scope of what this thing is going to do and what it's going to achieve. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and like, you know, I think of CRISPR and it's like, how is it going to relate to people with CF and yeah, like, mm-hmm. we're we're still ten to twenty years away from it, and then when you think totally. of that, like, oh, yeah. as it like a, like corresponds to your life, twenty years, I'm gonna be forty seven <laughs> years old. Like you're I'm gonna, gonna be... have to <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I need life alerts. I'm just joking. I'll, I'll almost be as old as you guys. Uh, oh, <laughs> basically, yeah. I love how I'm gonna be younger than an old lady. Yeah, it's okay. No, but, we're the same age. Yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, we are the same age right now. But but actually, um, you know, it, it's like. It's it's hopeful, but it's also sort of like once you open the Pandora's box of genetics, mm-hmm. things yeah. things start to get a little interesting. It yeah, does. it's a tricky situation. It's very tricky. You know, um, like do you mess with it, or I, I don't even know if I have a strong opinion on this at this point because yeah, I almost feel like it kind of relates to what we talked about last week, like with right to try that. Yeah. Um, I feel like I almost have the same stance on it where. I think it's a great tool if you're kind of in an end stage situation and you need more options almost. Yeah. You know, I don't really know if I agree with altering an embryo and I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Like it's you it, don't know what's like going to happen. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, we don't know if it's going to harm like someone or what right. is it going to do. It's just like the right to try stuff. Like we don't know enough about exactly. it. Oh, absolutely not. You know, I it's going to do anything. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm very quick to volunteer myself for clinical trials. I don't know if yeah. I'd be the first to volunteer myself for no. a CRISPR trial. Well, yeah, I, I don't, don't know what other... Well, you don't know if it's going to no. give you another disease or something. Well, you know, I'm just well, like... And that kind of relates back to what they were saying was, you yeah. know, if you alter an embryo, and I think their example was some type of, like, heart disease. It was. If they it, were able to get rid of that... Apparently, it has a higher chance of causing diabetes. So it's mm-hmm. like you're kind of trading one problem for another, is what it sounds like. It, yeah. It, it also just sounds like they don't know enough about the genome. Like it sounds like there's yeah. like, there's so many questions in the genome, and as soon as you start like putting synthetic things in there or something that's just not right. real, then what happens? Uh, it's well, hard. Yeah. It's really hard to like, wrap my head around. You know. It's also very. I don't know if it's similar to this, but it kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of this when it comes to like cloning. Yeah. You know, when yeah. they've cloned like other animals and whatever 
<laughs> they don't have as you know whatever they've done. I don't I don't totally know, but yeah, a lot of those situations, the animal ended up living a very very shorter life life than yeah. it would have if it was like Regular. a real animal, <laughs> <They're> <laughs> a real animal, <laughs> and it was like normal. Yeah. Um. So it yeah. kind of makes me wonder in this situation when you're kind of altering these genetics. Is yeah. there a time frame on that? Like exactly. You know how what I long mean? Like, is it gonna? How long is that yeah. gonna last? Yeah, and like, What's what age happen? do you do it at? Do you do the embryo? Like, you know, it, what if a person living, you do the CRISPR? What happens? Did to them? you do did the CRISPR die earlier? <laughs> you do the CRISPR. You know, it's like a dance. You know. Um, you know uh, I don't know. You know, it's like you. When I first originally heard of it, and I was wrong after seeing this the sixty minutes thing, I my assumption uh-huh. was they were gonna do the CRISPR to yeah. embryos first and edit out right. future generations of disease. I mean, because when you're dealing with genetics, yeah. like the best way to get rid of a genetic abnormality, like cystic fibrosis or from mutation, is to just mm-hmm. get it out of it from the start, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then you start yeah, going yeah. down a very slippery slope. There, you do. right? Mm-hmm. Like, because then you're <laughs> yeah. talking about like you're choosing genetics and you're creating designer children and designer Babies. embryos and stuff like that yeah it's like yeah right. very yeah. very slippery slope there i think because then as soon as you start yeah like classifying people to have genetic imperfections mm-hmm. like is cystic yeah. fibrosis a quote-unquote genetic imperfection right right yeah you know as soon as you start doing that kind of thing it's, it's very like, it's weird very, yeah it's a very weird place and it's like it almost makes you uncomfortable think about yeah it may, it's like thinking about it it's just like oh yeah you know <sighs> I don't it's know. a tough situation to even think about. Like, I, would would you do that to not have it. some? You know. Uh, but then, yeah, but then, just, it com- then it comes down to the, like the there's the people out there who do believe oh, that totally. that C- CF is in fact a genetic imperfection, and they're quick yep. to you know change it, ter- terminate an embryo yeah. or something like that, and that's like mm-hmm, a really yeah. sticky situation. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And something I've I've spoken about. It, we don't talk about it here, but it's something I've spoken about at length in blog posts. But ultimately. Yeah. Like, by virtue of the fact that cystic fibrosis is genetic, mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. is some, as long as you know you're a carrier, right? There yeah, is yeah. some knowledge to the fact that, you know, you, you could be destining a child to have life with cystic fibrosis. And is CRISPR yeah. the answer to that? You know, do they edit CF yeah. out of embryos? Is, do you edit it out of life? And I, after, right. before watching that 60 Minutes episode... I thought the the first step was definitely going to be to put it into embryos and edit out CF, but I was wrong. And mm-hmm. the doctor was like, yeah. you know, that we don't have no idea what would happen if you started doing that kind of thing. Yeah, and right. our goal is to do it in living people, and that was like mind blowing. Yeah. The fact that they would right. even, no, like, it is mind blowing. Yeah, it it really is. They were doing right. it on mice, right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They showed the them, they showed the mouse. They showed yeah, the, the mouse. blind mouse and, and monkeys, blind mouse, and then they like and monkeys. They, and they had sight all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This might be a really dumb question, and okay. I just think it's because I don't know enough about it. Um, I don't think there's any dumb questions. But... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I just lost what I was going to say. <laughs> um, is there, like, do we know if there's a time frame on it? Like, when they inject, mm-hmm. like, the mice. Like, how long does it take to work? I... What? I think... Like, how long does it take to work? Well, it, it sounded like, like a... it took, like, three months. It was like a, day. yeah. But my question is, does that just go away? Right. I mean, like, do you have to keep doing it? Yeah, do you have to keep injecting? 
They probably don't know either, to be honest. Yeah, I don't um, think they even said anything about that. I didn't know I if anyone else said, read anything about that. Cause, uh, right. I don't I don't think so. I didn't see anything. I didn't either. I just know that they're starting that clinical trial and rolling for the cancer. Right. With the CRISPR. And, like, in that situation, I mean, yeah. I think it's crazy that they're already yeah. doing that. Right. But at the same time, these people probably don't have any other options. Yeah, so, no, it's very true. Like, I knew it, I think, at that point. Well, they also have to start somewhere, right? Like, you have to, oh, yeah. s- someone has to be patient one. Um, right. And, you know, that's going to be, like, you know, we've seen they've they've done genetic editing in people with heart disease and, and stuff like that. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, like, a, it's a very interesting thing because as a person living with genetic illness, you sort of, I don't want to say you put your, yourself in that person's shoes, because you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can in, sort of envision one day where it may, you know, apply to you. Right. Right. And I, and I yeah. think the, like we, you know, we kind of touched on this before, but the fact that genetics are something that like we can't control now, like we, we, we sort of, mm-hmm. we, well, we sort of think we can by, you know, you can, you know, I don't know. You, for example, you can, two people can conceive who aren't children, you know, who aren't carriers of CF and their child yeah. won't have CF. So in that way, you can control genetics, mm-hmm. but you really don't have full control over what comes out on the other <laughs> end, you know, whether you know, the mm-hmm. baby has blonde hair or brown hair or whatever. Right, um, right. Mm-hmm. This yeah. tool all of a sudden sort of gives people control over that in, in the sense of the fact that genetics now become or are able to be manipulated, let's put it that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And is that... Is that a good okay. thing or a bad thing? I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it is. Because... I don't... I mean... Yeah, I just, like... <laughs> I have a hard time with it. I, mean, I do, too, actually. Like, I think... <laughs> it's not what it's intended to be. You know, I... Well, I also kind of feel changes. like... Just with how diseases have changed over time and like super bugs and like different things that people are getting it always seems like we treat one issue that really isn't a huge issue okay like we have a way to manage it but we treat one issue and then something bigger happens you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's harder to treat and it causes more issues and then we figure how to treat that and then something else happens you know what i mean so this almost makes me feel like okay we're gonna remove all these diseases Mm-hmm. from society what is going to be the result of that to me yeah. it would be like catastrophic you know what yeah. i mean but yeah. i don't know what that result would be so that's where it kind of makes me a little bit nervous because mm-hmm. i just don't think you can have like a perfect society no you know, when it comes to genetics and mm-hmm. infection and all of yeah. that you know yeah maybe down the line like a hundred years or so but i just i don't see how that's gonna happen I don't, yeah it's just yeah, it makes you nervous in a way. But why does it make you nervous? Just because. That's why it makes me nervous. <laughs> if, like, if something, if you change something for to make everything, like, perfect, whatever, what is it going to do? Yeah, but isn't that what medicine already is trying to do? Like, medicine is trying yeah, to erase imperfections in the human body, right? A, a, I'm being the devil's advocate. I'm being the devil's advocate here. Yeah, right? I know. So, I, so I let's know. say, so let's say you yeah. have like a, a person develops strep throat, right? Right. An imperfection yeah. is now attacking the body. Yeah, yeah, that's different. You're prescribed, my, but yeah. you're prescribed what now? Well, you're, you're prescribed An antibiotic. You're prescribed the antibiotic to eliminate the imperfection and preserve human yeah. life. 
what makes that concept different from trying to eliminate genetic illness from a person with CF? You know what? You're what, changing yeah. their genetic makeup. Yeah, you're yeah, changing it. But that it's but it's still but that but that genetic makeup is is you know a direct threat to human life. Right. True. So but, so my question is to, to both of you right here, and I, I want one yeah. of you to answer at a time. Okay. Is <laughs> is why is this genetic treatment right the genetic treatment option of the future? Why is it being seen as a threat? to humanity at large, right? We see current treatments as something that is helping humanity. But now why, as soon as we go into this next phase of treatment in the future, why is that all of a sudden perceived as a threat to humanity at large? I feel uh, like when... Sorry. <laughs> I feel like when... Well, in the Even in the uh, 60 Minutes thing, they're saying, like, some people are saying you're playing God in this sense. But... Then he said, but we have brains in order to And there was also the argument of pretty much anything we give a person to treat them, we're playing God. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with that mindset. So anyways. It's just like I don't know. It's hard to even say because we want to fix things, but do we we want to be ethical about it, but you don't, I don't, it's really hard to even say if it's okay or not. This is just what because I have a hard time you want with. to, you want to be able to heal people for sure and get rid of these, Im, these so-called imperfections. But is it okay to be doing that? <laughs> All right. So this, this is what is I have a like time with. Really my, hard. My thing is we don't know. The result of these things okay so oh. it seems just too perfect like oh i'm gonna take out oh, yeah, crappy part perfect. of your dna and i'm yeah. gonna replace it with the perfect situation and you're just gonna yeah. live this amazing life okay sounds like a great yeah. concept i'm totally up for that but like at the same time i'm thinking okay what is gonna be the result of that there is there is some give and take in any situation and i'm just mm. wondering what that take is take from is. this um yeah. i just don't really See, you're you're the classic CF, you're the classic CF cynic here because you we always keep hearing about these breakthrough medications and then like you just get, you just get let down every time what you take one right. and like nothing really changes. So that's what right. that's where this is coming from, I think. I think so, yeah. but I still think there's like an underlying. We well, there's got to be there's okay? there's got to be we but, don't know everything. But they, but we they, don't know everything that they're doing there. We see what they want us to see. <laughs> Well, this but is we also don't know why everything. it's going to take like 10, 20 years before this is well, a Well, yeah, exactly. We have to learn these things. And then and we got to give them time to figure about it out. Price. Yeah, I mean, Next, <laughs> let's not even go to price. Next issue <laughs> our human society takes advantage of so many things, okay? So yeah. let's say we then start doing this and we're curing these 6,000 diseases. And then suddenly everyone's just going to want to like genetically modify their kid to the point that is it really okay. even your kid? Like, I mean, no. Uh, well, so are you? That's so are you? Part. Are you saying that you don't want to use the CRISPR to cure these these illnesses? I want to use CRISPR to <laughs> help living <laughs> people that don't have other options. I think that is the perfect situation for well, CRISPR. Yeah, I think CRISPR Just is like inappropriate. The right <laughs> but then, but then, but so then, to continue to be the devil's advocate here, then all of a sudden you have these CRISPR people 
right? Okay. And they're and they're running around. People. You know, they they <laughs> they're running around. Hopefully, the end goal is being healthy. Then, but then you still have yeah. these people with with CF, right? That are still living with CF, yeah. and you see the people that have been genetically modified to be CF free. All right, here we go. Now we're gonna go into price, okay? So well, you only okay. you, you did <laughs> deflect and not answer my question. It'll come down to that though, because insurance is gonna be like. Well, you've got a ninety-five percent lung function, so <laughs> I mean, fine. it's impossible. But, to I mean, hypothesize. like, let's it's be impossible real. To hypothesize. That's something that would happen. <laughs> it's impossible to hypothesize what that would even be like because, as we stand today, our healthcare system has not has not reconciled. Mm-hmm. It has not reconciled the way to treat precision medication. This is going to be, you know, genetic genetic illnesses and genetic editing and this that and the other thing are all, all is all what the precision medicine is going to be one day. Assuming this, assuming this continues to go forward, so I yeah, have yeah. I have the the hope in mind and the thought in mind that mm-hmm. the way the reimbursement works, we'll eventually figure that out. I don't, you know, we're believe me, we're I not, think it will too. We're not there. I'm just we're not, we're not being there obnoxious, we're, we're but not, um, we're not there today. We're definitely not there today. No, no. I really yeah. think my opinion with this will change over time, with the mm. more research that comes out about it. I just think at this point we don't know enough, so it's hard for me to formulate a really strong opinion on. Mm being okay with just like handing it out like candy well yeah know? and is it like the clinical <laughs> trials like but how do they yeah. even do clinical trials with this because it's yeah this is well, when i only do doing with the because <laughs> with my cancer <laughs> doesn't qualify me for other yeah things. exactly <laughs> well they're doing it with cancer apparently they're enrolling so who knows what they're doing with that yeah i mean i have no idea yeah, well, I, we don't know what those trials look like. You know, they, for all yeah. we know, it could be yeah. it could be you know a handful of people, and they all get it. You know, there are certain yeah. there are certain certain cancer trials like that where people do sign up for experimental medications and they they just get it. It's not not everything's blind in that in that situation, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, I, I it's sort of like the immunotherapy thing that's kind of been in sort of going around. Um, yeah. But you know, it's it's a very hard concept <laughs> to wrap your head around. But I always go back to the fact that people today. Do feel like they want to control the genetic genetics no, they w- without totally. without this CRISPR? You know, they feel like they have the ability and the right to do so. Uh-huh. Um, and and is that a right thing? You know, it's like it comes down to the, the classic example of a, a family, right? They have a a child with cystic fibrosis, yeah, and then they decide they want to have a kid a few years later. Yeah. Right? Is it okay to continue to have kids after you have a CF diagnosis? I mean, in our family. Yeah. It, it's really weird to talk about, but Sydney was already born before they even knew that I had CF. So it yeah, wasn't yeah, really that's how it happened with Lisa. Yeah, but yeah. my mom was already pregnant, so you know they found out while she was pregnant and that I had right. CF. Yeah, and you're not so. going to do anything about that. So you know, it's like, yeah. you know, it's it's a very different situation now for for mm-hmm. like these, these these. It's like a, it's a really an ethical question or an ethical dilemma that these yeah. families are faced with. Do you you know continue to have kids with the risk that one of the kids may have CF, one in four chance, yep. or do you just no longer have kids because you don't want to yeah. continue to create the rise of CF? Well, I'm a, I'm an only child, and I know that CF was a big factor in not having more <coughs> kids because I was a lot of, to handle, and I still am, you know, <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's a big decision. Do you go and have another child? even though you know the risks of having another kid with CF and you know that what comes with it, you know, but like, like we've said in this uh, era of all the meds and drugs that are coming out or have been coming 
have come out. It's mm-hmm. ma- more manageable lately than when we were born. So it, it is, but yeah. it's is it still fair to the kid? You know, it's, I, it's like yeah. I know it's a hard thing. I also it, think this really depends know. on the family and like their situation. Yeah, because it really comes down to. In my, I don't feel like CF has really done me a disservice in life. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's well, it's a struggle. You know, it makes things a little harder. But, but like, I don't really think who do I, what you I'd want. be who I am if I didn't have it, or at least went That's, through yeah. everything that I have been through. And I am thankful for my outlook on life and how I go about life because I don't think I'd be the same person without no, it. So I totally I'm just saying, it. in that sense, I don't think CF is the worst thing in the world. I mean. Mm-hmm it does make life a little bit harder, you know, and you don't want your kid to have to go through anything harder in life. Okay. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think it also comes down to the family situation. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, one, can you financially handle having another child with CF? Some people can, some people can't. If you Mm -hmm. can't, I mean, that's going to weigh heavily on that decision because you want your kid to have access to everything that's going to make them successful. If they don't have access to that, I mean, yeah, I think then it is almost a disservice to that child because- They're not going to be able to thrive, okay? No. Then it also comes down to, I mean, support. Are you able to give your child living with CF enough support, let alone a second child, that kind Mm -hmm. of support? Because support is a huge factor in being successful with CF. You know, um, those are two things that I do think heavily weigh on that decision. Yeah. But, I don't know. And then you get the emotional side. I mean, my feeling is, like, you don't want to... It's hard. It's a hard question because you know I, I I think you're in a, you're in a place where we, we're in a time right now where mm-hmm. we do have the ability for people to uh, procreate and and, mm-hmm. and make sure that their their child is CF free. Yeah, that, there, yeah. That, there is possible That's the that, designer that baby. But thing. but it, but it's it's not it's really. Like, it's it's I it's different. Mm-hmm. I, See here we here we are like in the I know, like, like I little caveats. Really know. Now I think yeah. Now, I don't know if I view that as designer. So, baby. so what I'm talking about is I'm talking yeah. about you know uh, the the IVF and then the genetic screening. Uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and that's yeah. that's kind of like is it in in some sense yes because you're choosing which <coughs> which you know which embryo to go with and mm-hmm. is that another thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know the, the big argument that a lot of people have is that it's a very expensive thing. Yeah, but so is having a kid with CF. That's also very expensive yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. I completely yeah. agree. So, but yep. you know, I I do think that you know if if you're having a kid for the sake of having a kid, and mm-hmm. you're and you're just you know throwing the risk to the side, yeah, then then there's an issue, right? Right. Because then you're thinking right. about because then you're thinking about yourself. You're not thinking mm-hmm. about the kid's future. Like you, you want to yeah. give your kid the, the, right. the exact opportunity to continue forth. But I've also said mm-hmm. in past, you know, in past writings and stuff like that, you know, I'm I'm gonna be pissed at you if you're you know terminating a pregnancy by virtue of that embryo, you know, testing positive for CF. It's a lose yeah. lose. Yeah. Right. That's that's mm-hmm. that's a different situation in my opinion. Yeah, that is. You that's know that's not I mean? that's like, not a reason to terminate my. I mean, that is my, not. My, that's not a reason. But you know, sure, people that have us back to that other article that yes, but came people, out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. but people that. are entitled to their own opinions, and they and yeah. we're also entitled yep. to a comment on their opinions as well. Yeah, and like if you know, that's that's really where it is. People can do whatever mm-hmm. they want. It's we're still entitled to our right to talk about it. And I think, yeah, you know the the fact that CF is genetic <clears> and that people do feel like they have some sort of sense of control over a person's genes without this CRISPR thing already mm-hmm. is what is inflaming this topic around CRISPR because people are mm-hmm. seeing 
you know, uh, the IVF and stuff like that as a stepping stone to, you know, choosing genetics and choosing what, what yeah. children may look like one day. And that's kind of like a, a weird, scary thing in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So this is my question. If you could do IVF and you could just choose your embryo and let's say yeah. you and your partner were both carriers of CF yeah. and you choose the embryo that doesn't, how is that comparing it to CRISPR? Why would someone choose CRISPR over that? Over that. I mean, to me, that seems a little bit easier Slash probably is less expensive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't get. Well, because the, well, because what the, in, in theory, you know what I mean? I guess, in, I guess, well, I guess in theory, and they did say in sixty minutes that the the idea of putting it into in the embryos would be is just so far into the future. But I think right. the I think the concept that the one doctor was making the argument for the doctor who had been <laughs> in the test tube, you know, editing embryos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, his argument is that the the genetic mutation is just gone. Right? right, so that kid is it not just, even. A, so that kid's not even a carrier. Oh, okay. Right, right. I so didn't like, even think they about changed that. the yeah. whole. Yeah, yeah. they changed so, the sequence. Okay, that um, makes the sense. DNA. It, they're basically eliminating, or I guess in this doctor's mind, they are eliminating mm. genetic illness by yeah. before it even gets okay. going. By yeah, so changing the sequence. Couldn't you just <laughs> when you do IVF? Couldn't you just choose yeah. the embryo that that is not a carrier? I mean, like. Well, and then you're not tampering with anything, really. Well, well you don't know. Like, when, when you do the IVF and the, the genetic screening and stuff, yeah. you, you don't, like, just, like, a, an endless number. I don't know a ton about IVF. I don't I'm either. Yeah, so, why. So, 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 like, so, this so, is me asking about so, it. So, so an endless number of embryos isn't just, like, created, right? Right. It, well, yeah. It's, it's however many they can, they can, they can sort Make, of work out. Right. And, and in some situations, yeah. that's and not many. And in some, yes, yeah. you know, maybe it's only two or three, you know, sometimes four right. or five. Yeah. But there's no guarantee that there's not going to be a single embryo, assuming two people have carriers of CF. Yeah, there's no guarantee that you'll. I mean, there's no guarantee of any possibility. You're yeah. just, you're just playing. You're, you're playing the odds there, just like you're playing the odds with a, a normal. I mean, as if it's not normal, but a, a gay, but then, an old-fashioned pregnancy. Yeah. Because All right. I think so then my next coming... question is about CRISPR. So when I was listening to the 60 Minutes, this is how I interpreted this. I don't know if you guys took away took this away the same way but when they were talking about the mice and injecting it in their eyes yeah they said that it had a 30 to like 50 something percent chance of working so is it guaranteed that it will actually work you know what i mean going through that process you know i don't know the way i see it is that is that crispr the mechanism is like it's a it's like a, it's like a bacteria, right? So I have yeah, to. So right. what they said, or what they have found, in in a number of uh, studies since, you know, how they they basically said that they've given access to CRISPR to like a number of different, you know, uh, academic you know, researchers. Yeah, yes. exactly. Right. Is that they found that the immune system in certain cases does go after CRISPR and attack it. Okay, that was so the antibodies and, and, do go like after. It. <laughs> or well, well okay, yeah. see, see, <laughs> The cynical cystic fibrosis patient here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my body's stubborn. I'm just saying. Well, it's like I, me, my body could go after my lungs. You know, it's a foreign Right. That's, I would, yeah, that's my... So that's, yeah, that's a... That's a whole, yeah, whole nother yeah, thing. Yeah, whole other discussion. So, yeah. But, it's really, yeah, it's interesting. It's a, it's such a big topic yeah. that's hard to get your head yeah. around. And a lot of stuff we're talking about is hypotheticals is. and stuff and, and secondhand stuff. But I, yeah, you know, I do think that it's important for patients to have conversations like this mm-hmm. because, you know, as as they see it, we're going to be the ones that are using it one day, and yeah. that's something that I think is important for us to begin talking about now and the ethics around genetics and this, you know, and the genetic 
build up a lot of stuff. It's important to really, I don't want to say get a handle on it and totally understand it, but begin to discuss it. Because mm-hmm. when it it's comes important. time when it comes time to use it in however many years, you know, you want to be prepared to know what you're using. And I think it's yeah, important. You, yeah, I mean, you can say about any medication, right? Yeah. You know, any mm-hmm. medication, you want to know what, what the mechanism is, how it's going to interact with other medications, how it's going to change mm-hmm. your life in the short term, the long term. That's all the important. side effects. Yeah, that's all important <laughs> stuff to talk about. And I think this new technology is just such a – it's new. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too new. It's, it's I think it's very new. To even really form a good opinion well, about, to be honest. They'll, we'll get more in, uh, information as the years go by. <laughs> if you're a CRISPR, oh, yeah, if you're a CRISPR researcher, contact us, yeah. and we'll have you as a yeah. guest on our podcast. Yes, we would love to have you as a guest. <laughs> and, and just fire <laughs> yeah. these questions at you. Um, yeah, I would love to do that. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be so cool. we'll see. All right. Well, yeah. that's... Uh, that's it for today's podcast. That was a good, good, I think a good place to end. Um, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So Tiffany, have fun at Taylor Swift. You know it. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to our listeners out there, make sure you like, share, and comment. And then if you're listening on iTunes, subscribe, rate, mm-hmm. and review. All very important. Mm-hmm. Yes. So check, important. Check out this whole so thing. <laughs> check out this whole sisters Etsy store. Yes. Yes. We've got new stuff coming. We've got new stuff coming. Uh-huh. We uh, we added a water bottle. Yeah, Go check it out. For summer and for exercising. Yes. Uh-huh. And those walkathons. <laughs> and I think that's it. Yeah, reach into us. Yeah. Go, go down to the DM, gunnersblog.org, there, salty sisters at Gmail. And I think that's it, guys, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think so. All right, cool. We will see you all next week. Have a, have a fantastic second week of Cystic Fibrosis Awareness Month. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.